the college experience, FCS national championship, and the invitational championship, along with college basketball 2020 preview on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, as presented by MyBookie.ag. The NFL and invitational are uh, heating up, and MyBookie is the place you want to bet to get in on all the action. Use the promo code SGP to receive up to a thousand dollars in bonus bets. Promo code SGP. You play, you win, you get paid over at mybookie.ag. We're also brought to you by DraftKings. Download the DraftKings app now and use the code SGP for a limited time. Both new and existing users can get a deposit bonus up to five hundred dollars on your next deposit. Remember, that's code SGP, and you can deposit bonus up to five hundred dollars only at DraftKings. We're also brought to you by ACE per head. ACE is the leader in paperhead providers and they make it super easy to start your own sports book. Plus ACE is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com backslash SGP. That's aceperhead.com backslash SGP. We're also brought to you by manscaped manscaped is number one in men's below the belt grooming, get 20% off and free shipping with the code SGP at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code S G P. And finally, we're brought to you by prop swap. Prop swap is America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Go to PropSwap.com to find better odds than your local book. Plus, when you use the promo code SGP, you get a hundred percent deposit bonus up to a hundred dollars. That's propswap.com promo code SGP. Experience. My name is Kobe Swinging Dant to Base Dant. <laughs> and in studio, it's 2020. We're, we're starting off the new year right, like we did on the first day on actual New Year's. We got the true piece of shit of the West. The longboard drinking, long cock toting. Tecmo Super Bowl losing when the double coverage last second touchdown. Kenneth Davis out of the backfield. Um, there's some 1991. Uh, yeah, he was a ball. See, that's the thing. If there was free agency, he would have never been on the Bills. He was. Would you he say was he, good. he was a quality? Yeah, he was. Yeah. A, he could have been a number one back on some teams. Yeah, that's what probably. I'm saying. Yeah. There, there's a lot of those back. If you could look in the yeah. late 80s, early 90s, the nine, uh, the 49ers had like yeah. Starters on the John Taylor would have got big deep. money yeah. elsewhere. But look, before we talk about that, I want to say, give it up for the sideline burrito eating Tecmo Super Bowl shit eating. <laughs> right? Am I rhyming eating with eating? Yeah, I think you just uh, I don't uh, fucking you know. pulled that All one right. off. Uh, well, they know who I am. Yeah. Farmer. Former James Madison defensive back, Patty C, in the place to be. Hi, oh, Major Mud, no how? You fucking, it's just, everyone's taking a day off. Oh, no, right? Uh, how are you, buddy? Buddy. 
Still, the 2020s are rolling right along. Oh, and one in Tecmo in 2020. Oof, that's a tough start to the new decade. But as we were talking about, yeah, John Taylor, he would have been gone. Like the 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 shittiest team would have gave him like a hundred million dollars. Yeah. Well, who's John? Who's the equivalent of John Taylor in the modern game? He's just like a, a, a pure wide receiver, you know. He was a baller. Tall, fast, good hands, good route runner. He was a baller. I'd say like. Uh, I don't know. Who can I think of? He's not on the level. Like Julio Jones is like a freak type, you know, one of these like stretches. Julio Jones is like top five. Yeah. John Taylor though, is probably, probably a top, like top 15, 10 receiver yeah. in the league. Yeah. yeah. To have two of those. And then Joe Montana and, and Brent fuck, Jones and yeah. Just fucking Phil. Roger Craig. Steve Young would have been gone. Yeah. Steve Young would have been gone. Easy. You'd been playing for the fucking. Uh, Although you know. I think uh, when did he get drafted? Because they might have had him on rookie contract. No, through. no, he got drafted by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh, how the fuck did the 49ers get him? They traded for a backup quarterback. Why are the Buccaneers Just so the worst? Yeah, that's what they do. <laughs> that's what they do. Um, speaking of what they do, quoting the roots, all the way live. Uh. Patty C, what have you been doing lately? Because did you have Tulane or did you have the Southern Miss very golden War Eagles? Now you're going to make me look it up. Who did I have? You had to have Tulane, right? Well, let's hope. Why don't you listen to me and Willie Fritz? You know what I mean? A slamming hot piece of ass he's plowing. You know, because sometimes you have some asinine opinions, right? I'm a genius. And sometimes you're. uh... You've been doubting me on Tulane for like years. (laughs) Plural. That's true. Uh, I'm on year two, two full complete seasons of not giving and now Tulane Memphis, their due. With Norvell gone, I think Tulane might win it all next year. <laughs> You're talking about uh, the American, yes? Not the, uh, yeah, the West, the Invitational. Not, not they're not going to beat Cincinnati or UCF, but the West, perhaps. Although Memphis does bring back Brady White and uh, Coxie, the receiver. So. Tulane was only favored by seven. They end up winning by 17. And we all, we all had Southern, Southern Miss covering. Yeah. <laughs> well, normally they win close in my opinion. You doubted your own. Well, they win picks. close normally. Yeah. Green wave doing it. You know, they, they run the ball nonstop. They run the clock. Interesting thing about the green wave. I think they should commit to the color green more. This teal. Yeah. It's they nuts. should go back to the nineties when they went undefeated in 98. Yeah. With who uh, coordinating the show? Rich Rod. Yeah. Yeah. Your boy. But as, that was back when he, when he was cutting edge. Now he's not cutting edge. Yeah. He's not. I noticed the same, the same thing with Bud Foster. Like much as I love him, like teams are kind of just caught up, you know, evolution, evolution of the game. And also football has just gotten horrible. And what better way to talk about that than the NFL playoffs? <laughs> here we go. We made it three minutes without launching into a tight <laughs> right here. All right. The Bills crack. Bills probably should have had a field goal to win that game. And instead, they called the blindside block, which was just fucking horrible. Yes, I'm whining already, <laughs> but that's why you listen to me because I drink and I whine. I drink and I whine. You drink the wine and then you whine. I drink the wine and then I whine. But hey, that's this time of year. That's what we do. It was terrible. Look. It makes me want to switch gears immediately and talk about the XFL. Yes. Well, look, that rules. First off, that rules horrible, but I don't even agree with that's the rule, but the player did not have, he was not blindsided, right? The, the offense or the defender 
turned his head around in time. So let, let, let's let's in case you guys didn't see it, uh, Josh Allen. Josh Allen's rolling out of the pocket to the right. Yeah, right. The defensive end peels off the offensive tackle and chases him. Right. Yeah. As he's chasing him, the def- defender completely squares his body to the sideline to the point where he's even running downfield toward the, I guess, offensive tackle who had peeled yeah. off at that point yeah. and was coming around to, uh, to essentially just seal him off from getting to Josh Allen on the edge. Yeah. And they call a blind and Josh Allen throws like a 15 yard pass Yeah, to the tight end. I believe completes it down the, to the, what the, yeah, which was like the, it would have been essentially one. Like, you said yeah, it would have been like a 41 or 42 yard field goal. I think okay. at that point. Right. I mean, yeah. something, something in the forties Yeah, in a dome, he's probably going to make that Very field makeable. goal. The yeah. game's going to be over. It's an overtime. Instead, blindside block. And, and should I mention it was the first down? Yeah. So, so they could have gotten more. Yeah. Dirty. They could have got a touchdown. Right. Um, just horrible. Yeah. And then uh, the announcer, you know, being like, well, that's the worst part about all this. Yeah. Is that they get these little pussy announcers to agree with them. It's like the Wentz thing. Everyone's like, hey, it's just such a dirty hit. I'm like, I mean, I don't know your opinion on this to me. Like, he made himself a that, runner. That one was slightly dirtier. I don't agree with that. He made well, himself a runner. If he that, did make himself a runner. If that's a, a running back or wide receiver, we don't even call that dirty at all. That's true. But I will say that Clowney was diving downward into his head, which was already only about six. But the first down marker, not that far away. He did. You know what I mean? Like keep him from going further than he would have. So in that sense, he's just playing defense. And but all these people that's calling this outrage, get out of here. Let the game. I'm so glad they didn't call a penalty on that. I need to reward the NFL for that one. On uh, Clowney. On Clowney. I guess they get it right sometimes. I'm a Carson Wentz guy. Even a too. broken clock is right twice a day. I'm right? a fan of Carson Wentz, but I'm saying, come on, let them play football. Let them play this game that we all fucking grown to love, and not change it up with all this cockamamie rule shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Some of these roughing the passers make you want to vomit. All right. <laughs> I agree. I couldn't agree more, but rather than harp on this for hours, which we could, I want to harp on it for <laughs> hours. All right. Look, you ca- you came here last night. You got your ass kicked in Tecmo. <laughs> we watched a classic eighties movie stakeout. Very nice. Gotta love some Emilio in the eighties. Richard Dreyfus laying pipe to uh, a Madeline Stowe. Yeah. You gotta love that. Very nice Dreyfus. Dude, he's underrated. Underrated indeed. Underrated Jaws. He mm-hmm. was in fucking Jaws, man. That stash game is solid. How are you a fan of the original Jaws? I am. Okay, good. Good, good. Absolutely. Cutting edge, Spielberg, man. Oh yeah. Before he really sold out. You Big know ass mean? sharks. <laughs> that was that was all you fucking people that got on Shark Week. Yeah. Jaws is way ahead of the time. That's right. <laughs> Aren't you glad you tuned into the this episode of the college <laughs> experience? Well, there's just less to talk about. No, no, it's college basketball, college basketball, college basketball. It's just starting. The games are just starting to mean something a little bit. Now they're starting. You're fir- getting your first must win type games. And one uh, of those that com- we have is coming up on, uh, on, I believe what, uh, what is it today? Today's Monday, but Wednesday or Thursday. Uh, what the fuck's the date right now? Today's Monday. No, the date. Uh, the uh, sixth. So I believe on the eighth, you got Pitt at North Carolina. <laughs> Let's talk about this. North Carolina sitting on an eight and six record. Dude, they're not going to make the tournament. 
You still think they are, huh? We've said we've said one time. Oh, no, they're seven and six right now. Pardon me. So there's a chance. I don't know if they play before then. I would doubt it. That they're five hundred, basically halfway through the season. I mean, this is a must-win game for them. I've never seen the Tar Heels this bad. It's been a while. I feel like it's been a while. What? Uh, and the one time that uh, I'm gonna look up. Roy Williams record. I know they've missed the tournament once in his what 15, 20 years. Yeah, I think so. But prior to him, I think under Daugherty. Yeah, you're right. They had a few off yeah. years. And even their other coach, they had a couple of different coaches. I feel like before, uh, since Dean Smith. Yeah. Point is Tar Heels aren't going to make the, aren't going to make the tournament. I mean, they got to fucking start winning these games. They just lost to Georgia tech and they were getting their ass kicked by Georgia tech in Chapel Hill. In that's, trouble. That's not good, buddy. I mean, let's take a look. The ACC is a shifting landscape. We've got uh, Louisville. Oh, sorry. I'm looking at fucking college football. The hell, what the hell are you doing? Okay. Eight, so eight and six in yeah, college like basketball. Yeah, like seven and six. Yeah, yeah. I'm a fucking moron. I'm like, man, you watch. You haven't refreshed your fucking scores. This guy's looking at college football over here, so he's still living in the past. I know it. Come on, we got two big games. We got three big games left, buddy. In college football. We'll we'll get to those later. Okay. All right. Let's take a look at these ACC standings, though. Like you mentioned, interestingly enough, uh, it appears uh, Florida State creeping up. I know Duke's number two in the nation Florida at thirteen. State, huge and win. One. I mean, I, who who's the best team in the country? <laughs> After yesterday, I'm thinking Michigan State. They're starting to look like that team again. They they destroyed Michigan. Now the granite that was in Lansing. Yeah. We'll see when they hit the road. The big tens loaded this year. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Gonzaga's still got the vast majority of the AP first. They almost uh, lost the Pepperdine. Mm. Nobody's safe. That was in Spokane too. Like, like that was a good game, man. I think they won by like five, but it was like with like a minute and a half left. That game was tied up. Let's go through the AP top 10 and see who you think is going to drop out here. Okay. We got Gonzaga. I think Gonzaga is going to lose okay. at some point. Cause that conference is better. That conference was better than the PAC 12 last year. It still might be like, watch, I don't know. PAC 12 stepped up a little bit this year, but you this said com- if Pepperdine's coming close, Pepperdine's got some ballers. Yeah. Uh, you said San Francisco might give them some trouble. Well, San Francisco is always decent. Uh, BYU, mm-hmm. St. Mary's, uh, Santa Clara. Yeah. They're going to get caught again. If they hit two losses, that's probably it for them for the season, for the number one ranking, unless some serious other carnage goes on. Well, which I do expect. Yeah. I do expect a lot of like, this that is going to continue. Be, uh, the one that you really want to keep an eye on, I think is San Diego state. Yeah. They won at Utah state on Saturday, 15 or no. The most of their hard games are done. Yeah. Right. They've beaten, they destroyed Utah. That's another thing is the way they've beaten the top notch competition, Iowa, Utah, a few other, uh, uh, big, they've won by their average margin of victory against their good teams. They've played is like 16 points a game sitting there at number seven in the country. And, and to me, they got a game, I think in New Mexico at the pit, that is always a dangerous game. Yeah. And then you got to factor in the game in Reno. And then maybe, maybe UNLV is playing, uh, playing a little bit better. Once you get into deep into conference play, like you say, the familiarity makes it much more difficult to run the table. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> it's been, I'm guessing a little bit of a, uh, if I'm not mistaken, a little stretch since we've had a, a team run the 
yeah. table entirely for the yeah, whole I mean, uh, I, regular I, season. I can't even remember off the top of my head when last, I mean UNLV was really close. I think well they ran it the regular season I think and they lost in the final four to Duke. Yeah, or the Elite Eight to Duke. One of the two. Right. I know. Huh. I should pull that up. It's been a while since we've had a team. I don't know. I mean, I, I think it's been like, like the seventies since the team's like yeah. gone undefeated well, to win the national championship. Too. Yeah. But I don't think San Diego state will win the national championship, but they could Yeah. this year. If is it's aligning great. If you're an Aztec fan, right. you have to be thrilled with the amount of uh, carnage. And cause if you're watching these things now to me, like Michigan state made a statement win over uh, Michigan. Yeah. And they've been playing really good over the past couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. So that's one I want to keep an eye on. Kansas plays, I think, at Iowa State coming up. You got to think that's dangerous as shit. Um, Baylor plays Texas Tech soon, so, so I expect that to uh, be a close game where they could drop out. Uh, you know, who, uh, I mean, Auburn's undefeated. Yeah, sitting there at number five. I think the SEC is a little bit down. Mm-hmm. Could the, I mean? I still expect them to lose. They're going to have to play Kentucky. They're going to have to play LSU. They're going to have to play Florida. You know what I mean? Like they're going to lose one of these games. I mean, am I looking at this correctly? Outside of Auburn, it's only Kentucky out of the SEC that's in the top 25? Yeah, I mean, they're down, man. They're down right now. Wow. I thought this was a a conference that was making its move in basketball. They had been recently, but I think, like, LSU's not as good as they were last year. Yeah. Ole Miss is certainly not as good as they were last year. Mississippi State's got their struggles. Um uh, Tennessee's not as good as they were last year. Yeah. Kentucky's not as good as they were last year. When you add all those up, South Carolina is a fucking South Carolina beats Virginia and then loses to Stetson. Yeah. I can't figure out South Carolina. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like they're still a really good, t- I would not want to play them Sure. because they're such a good defensive team that if they're on that you, they could beat anybody. I feel like, Yeah. but even Florida underachieved Utah state beat Florida, you know, like, uh, Florida is not what I thought they would be this yeah, year. All of those teams you've mentioned have had at least like, I mean, several of them have had deep runs in the tournament. I, and I still say they get in, they start playing good. Cause like Florida's as talented as a lot of teams. Yeah. But I still think uh, they just haven't done it so far. Yeah. And, and I mean, Georgia had a big win the other day at Memphis. That was big. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man, but that conference is way down. I would say right yeah. now. Um, who else is down? ACC is down. ACC is down. It's, it's really the Big Ten and Big Twelve that I think are the best two conferences in college basketball. The Big East probably right there too. Yeah, Big Ten's got uh, what three of the top twelve there? Big Ten is is I mean look you got Michigan what? State, Ohio State, Maryland. Yeah, and I and Iowa. Oh, I would drop out because they lost to Penn State. Yeah, Penn State's in there though. Michigan, Penn State, five of the top twenty. Yeah, they're, they're probably the best, the deepest conference. Yeah. Big 12, those I'm telling you, it's close, man. You got Kansas, Baylor, Texas Tech, West Virginia. Yeah. And look, Texas Tech go down. Texas Tech's what number? Uh, 22. They're better than 22. Yeah. You can't convince me. Who did they just 20... beat? Uh, they beat Oklahoma State by like 30. Yeah. They just fucking Oklahoma up. State's good. They're not yeah. bad. So, um, who do you think? Oh, I mean, is there a team that, uh, like to me, right now, Butler's playing really good basketball? Yeah. But once again, conference play starts. I expect them to take an L when they play either Villanova or Marquette 
or Providence or Seton Hall. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like th- those, it's too tough to to go undefeated in that thing. Yeah. Shit, they could lose to DePaul or Georgetown. DePaul, I mean, DePaul's much better. I think they're probably going to be a tournament team this year, even though they just lost by one to Providence. But um, it, it's going to make for a wild year. I'm telling you. Yeah. It's going to make for a wild, Big East wild is, year. I want to say they said like the uh, rated number five conference right now. They're, they're in front of the uh, Pac-12 right now. They should be. Why aren't they in front of the ACC? They may be in front of the ACC too. Or the SEC. It, to me, I would go like this. Honestly, Big Ten is probably the deepest. Big Twelve is probably the second best. Yeah, but they're they're close, I think. Yeah, and then third, I would probably put the Big East. Fourth, I put ACC. Yeah, and then SEC and Pac twelve can battle it out. I'm not sure who's better because because I'll say this, I think Oregon's probably better than every team in the SEC. No, I don't know. Auburn's pretty good. I don't know. I don't know. I need to see. I need to see more. So. But I would say those two would be would be second or the last two conferences. So uh, would you say it's midseason right now for half these teams? Yes. Yeah, we're we're at the midseason point. Which team jumps out at you as the team that has the most legit chance to win the whole thing at the midseason point? I mean, Michigan State right now, but I uh, they've been kind of failures in the tournament recently. Yeah. But I mean, that was a strong performance yesterday. And maybe that's why I'm thinking that. Right. A little recency just, bias. Yeah. But um, after that, I would say, as far as like analyzing the rosters. Yeah. Okay. Michigan State has a legendary coach. Duke has a legendary coach. Um, They're saying uh, Duke, uh, Shashevsky's starting to he did. coach mean, that, a little better. That, that fucking ass whooping that they put on Miami, I did not see that coming. Yeah. And not, uh, not so many stars to, you know, have to share the ball with. I, and then you have teams like, like to me, Maryland and Dayton have some of the best actual rosters. Yeah. But the problem is, is coaching experience, right? Deep in the tournament. Can you rely on Anthony Grant? Can you rely on Turgeon to get these teams over the hump? Per- perhaps this is the year that would be perfect for them to get over the hump. Right. But I can tell you that uh, obviously you would have some concern. Oregon's got a great coach. You know what I mean? I, I, when I look at Oregon, Michigan state, uh, I, I think Baylor's got a good, a good coach. I would say, Can, you know, self with Kansas. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. It's tough. Like I would say the, the most, I would say Michigan state would be my pick right now to be number one in the nation. Yeah. And like that, I would favor if I was filling out a bracket, Michigan state Is and Cassius Winston looking the part. At this yeah. One? Especially yesterday, dude, he yeah. shut down. What's his name for Michigan? Uh, what's the point guard's name again? Uh, on a blank. This he's a fucking stud, dude. Oh my god. This is what alcohol does to you. <laughs> if I could type, we'd know it right now. Xavier. Yeah, Xavier Simpson. Yeah. He he fucking just owned him. They've been playing together since like fourth grade or some shit like that, but he owned him yesterday. <laughs> um speaking of which, uh, we have a, we have a Twitter question about college basketball. What teams do you think are flying under the radar going in the conference play from welcome to UAB and the opposite question. What teams do you think that are going to regress regress in conference play? Um, let's go, let's go conference by conference here. Let me load up this thing. All righty. All right. I guess we'll start, uh, start at the top of our, uh, our Let's rankings go, go here. major conferences. Though. Let's go. You said, um, big, big 10 was your, your number one. Yeah. So who's, who's flying under the radar here? Um, 
well, you can't really say Michigan is. They got a lot of hype at the beginning of the season, but uh, I'm gonna say the Illini. I was on them yesterday, unlike you, Patty C, who locked up Purdue. Well, P- Purdue, you know, uh, I think Purdue's the one that might be counterfeit. Yeah, Purdue's the one that might that might once conference play starts coming, they might get some losses stacking up there. Well, they already do have some uh, losses stacking up. They have six, nine, and six after whipping the shit out of Virginia early this season. I thought that hey. Yeah. Who's the team to watch, but they, they've kind of, well, I mean, he, that he, has proven to be an anomaly. They got great coaching, but at the same time you got to figure they, I think they get Michigan state in the next week, which that's not good for business. I think, yeah. I think it's in West Lafayette, but I'm saying, I would say uh, they, they, have it, they have the same problem. Virginia has Yeah, scoring the ball. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, who's flying under the fucking radar. Who's that? Rutgers. They are, they are flying under the radar, but I don't believe them yet. Yeah. I need to see more before I but believe no one's yeah. hyping them. Yeah. Whatsoever. No one is hyping them. Yeah. Um, I mean, look, Penn state, if they stay healthy, I think they're going to make the tournament. Ohio state is a team that I think, uh, once again, we talk about a team that could be in the final four and, and Ohio state's got as good a shot as any. Yeah. That's a good conference, man. That's a great conference. You There's look really at only the, uh, two shitty teams. And even Northwestern is a weird team. Northwestern can beat Providence, but lose to Merrimack. Ohio state is the number 11 team in the country. And they have a losing record in conference one and two Yeah, in conference 11 and three overall uh, conference is deep as fuck. It's the best. I think in college basketball, that or the big 12. Yeah. Um, so let's okay. We I've answered that one. I'm, if I had to guess right there, flying under the radar, Illinois, cause I think Illinois is very young and they're getting better as the season goes on. All right. All right. So then we, uh, we said big 12 was number two. Yeah. All right. Big 12. Who's flying under the radar here. Flying. And I, I know this sounds horrible. I'm gonna say Texas tech. <laughs> They're 22nd. Yeah. They're flying under the radar. Yeah. Completely. Uh, AP is completely ignoring their accomplishments of last year, which we're all for, you know? Yeah. Generally speaking, you prove it on a year to year basis. You don't rely on last year's, but I would not want to play them if the tournament started tomorrow. Yeah. I'd much rather play, uh, you know, West Virginia, who I think West Virginia is playing much better basketball of late. Almost a lot of that game. They were up on Kansas. Yeah. You know who I'm going to say? Who's that? Weird to say this, but the Longhorns. Shaka smart. He burned me though against Baylor. Well, he took them in the points against Baylor. You had a hard time betting Shaka smart. Because I fucking hate him. (laughs) And and I have a hard time betting Shaka Smart because of you. Because I don't follow Shaka Smart nearly as closely as you do. But every time you uh, have a hunch on him, he does the opposite of what we think he's going to do. I'm sitting there like they're giving me 10 points or 11 points against Baylor. I'm like, I'm all over this. Yeah. No. No. (laughs) Blowout. Uh, But I mean, yeah. I mean, look at their record 10 and 3. That's not a bad, considering like Baylor's number four in the nation. Maybe that blowout's not that bad. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say Texas tech. And if I had to do a second pick that would probably come up some, I guess, I guess Oklahoma state. I don't know. I don't trust them. What the fuck's happening with Iowa state. Yeah. They just lost to someone horrible in the past, like couple days struggling. They got to get it together. Um, let's go to the, what did I say? It's third big, big east. east, big East under the radar. You know who I think is getting a lot better is the Providence Friars and Ed Cooley. Um, I watched that game against DePaul. They beat Georgetown out of the gates. Yep. And for a team that struggled at a conference really bad, they're starting to get their mojo together. I would fear them. 
DePaul is another one. DePaul, I know uh, Providence just beat DePaul by one. I still think DePaul it's a is going to be a fun tough, conference. tough out. Marquette. Marquette, I don't know if you could say they're flying under the radar. Uh, Marcus Howard leading the nation in scoring. Um, just beat Nova. Yep, just beat Nova at home. I was on that, buddy. Marcus Howard, uh, one of the preseason All-American picks that is panning out so far this year. Obviously, Cassin Winston rounding into form now. But um, we could see Marquette make a deep run if, uh, you know, when, when you have a National Player of the Year candidate, yeah. Uh, you know, we, the Hauser brothers being gone, everyone thought, Hey, maybe, uh, maybe they're going to take a step back. They're adjusting and performing admirably well, big game against Nova there. Um, I mean, does, them does, moving forward. but does Nova, does Nova pick it up? They're incredibly course, young too. You would think Wright's a great coach. Just got named coach of the decade. Wow. Wow. I got named player Tecmo player of the decade. <laughs> Not brew dog me. All well, right. The the voters failed to acknowledge the fact that he probably played about ten thousand games this decade. So <laughs> even though you have a one and one record against That's him. right, buddy. Don't you forget about that. And most recently, I'm anytime, on a one game win streak. Yeah, that's true. And anytime you're hanging your hat on a five hundred record <laughs> <laughs> might not be the best player. Okay, take me to the ACC. All right. ACC Mike we, Anderson doing a doing a better job at St. John's than I, I would have ever imagined. Yeah, they're uh, they're coming along. Big East having a renaissance. It's going to be interesting to see what happens with the like the teams that were projected bad. DePaul, Georgetown, and St. John's are all playing much better than we realize than we thought. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how that shakes out as the season rolls on. Yeah, Georgetown, you don't really know what you're going to get from them. I mean, ten and five on the season so far. Had some. Yeah. Had a nice streak after they lost all those players. Yeah, and took now, a couple. Now they desperately need a win. Yeah, they they fucked up recently. You don't want to so. start off zero and three in conference play, and that goes for St. St. John's as well. Uh, ACC under the radar. Well, we mentioned Florida State. I don't think we can say that anymore. They just yeah. won in Louisville. Yeah, I think they're on everyone's radar at this point. Um, you know, Pitt way down the standings. Um, playing decent basketball. You said. Yeah, I mean. Get a, like eight Georgia more Tech's wins. Not eligible to make the tournament. Yeah, they cheated. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know who. I mean, who who would you? Well, put? Let me ask you about Jim Laranaga. Is he uh, like how how high do you rate him as a coach? Getting your fucking. Uh, when I saw that Duke score, I was just like, was that an anomaly at George Mason or is he like? Actually, no, I mean he's taken Miami to the tournament a bunch of times, dude. Yeah, that's true. I mean they they fucking they were a thorn in Virginia he, side. He plays in the hardest. Well, historically the hardest conference, not this year. Yeah, but a lot of years. And nine and four is not a terrible yeah. record, especially when two of those losses are in conference. But and to keep it consistent, he he had he had players that came out early. You know yeah. what I mean? I feel like it's always tough. He's doing a good job in Miami. Yeah, he is. Especially considering that there's where no they were yeah. basketball. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, now he still has his work cut out for him if they want to go dancing, which I don't think they will this year. Yeah. Um, I don't even know if there is a team that's flying Notre uh, Dame. Uh, I'm gonna, if I had to guess Notre Dame, Bray will find a way to continue to make them better as the season yeah. goes along. He had a tough year last year. He's had a tough couple of years, hasn't he? Yeah, he's had some some. He got killed by injuries. Yeah. Um, I that that Connaughton uh, kid. Who's he play for in the uh, pros? NBA. I haven't watched much NBA this year, so don't. I watch NBA in, in April. Yeah. I think he played on like Indiana or one of those fucking teams. Um, but uh, yeah, he, it, it, they haven't had anyone on his, uh, his it, level. It's not like all. the NFL where I still watch the NFL. All right. The NBA since college basketball is on every day. 
I you choose got, college basketball a hundred out of a hundred times yeah. over the NBA until, uh, until, until there's no until more until college April basketball. <laughs> and then I'm like sports surprised. And then I watch NHL and I, like, I love the NHL, but I don't get to watch it every night because college basketball and college football <laughs> and the NFL are on those rate much higher. Here's the thing. Here's the thing where I think you're different from the, the common fan out there is the NBA is so much more digestible than college basketball. And th- this is the case for me. You know, but like you say, the more you invest, the more you get out of college basketball. So it, it keeps giving back. Okay. Whereas the NBA has limited returns on investment. Like Dude, you go to an NBA game and it feels like you're at a fucking best buy at noon. Right. <laughs> I, I don't I'm know saying, where this guy comes from, but you're right. I'm saying like when you, when you go to a college basketball game, I went to San Diego state last year when they upset Nevada. Yeah. You know, I'm it's saying like fucking lit. That's it, what I'm saying. You storm the like to me, it matters. Yeah. And another thing is defense is played. Traveling's called. There's yeah. just to me, it's just on another the game of basketball. Is yes, <laughs> it's basketball. Actually, being the played. way it's supposed to be played. <laughs> right. uh, it's a team game. You know? Did you see that highlight of James Harden just like 40 feet away from the court? Just take take. Right. No, that doesn't happen in college basketball. Yeah, he'd be on the bench. You know so what fast. I mean? So, so to me, it's like I can't even get on board. I mean, I'll, like I said, I'll get on board in April. But once again, they got the XFL coming this year. Boom. Is, when's that end? May. April it's a 10 week season. So if they're starting February, mid February, right? February 14th. Yeah. They're about so think. 10 weeks and then the playoffs. Uh, yeah, I guess you're talking at the end of uh, April and the playoffs will be in. So that means in, in April, I'm still gonna be watching XFL and, and, and I do put the NHL. I do watch the NHL over the NBA. I'm, I'm not doing that for shock value. I would rather watch the NHL than the NBA, <sighs> especially cause the NHL playoffs start in early April. Yeah. So it's like, I would much rather watch You're you're, you're still alone on that one uh, yeah. at, at this particular table. Yeah. I hate the NBA dude. I can't get on board. Okay. Okay. Uh, ACC. I told you I'm going to go with Notre Dame, I guess. Okay. I mean, you can't say Florida state anymore. Yeah. I know you, uh, you're hating on, um, Wake forest. I mean, they're playing better than they, than of, of late than I, than I anticipated. Yeah. Um, under the radar. Who's your, who's your team? You going Hokies? Maybe I will go Hokies, even though they, I mean ten and four is a great record for to be the third from the bottom of a fourteen team league. What, what happened to them the other day, though? Huh? They did get butt fucked by my team, your Wahoos, the Wahoos. But here's the thing: I think Virginia probably a little disappointed from that Orange Bowl loss. The school had uh, a little angst. They took it out on the Hokies, you know, mm-hmm. people sleeping on Virginia. They got them dropped all the way down to the number 18 in the country. And I do want to just check out something. You got Gary Parrish writing an article specifically uh, singling out Virginia that they don't deserve to be ranked in anywhere in the top 10. And yet they're still voters in, like in basketball. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say in football, they don't, they don't deserve to uh... probably be in the top 25. No, they do. <laughs> um, let me just check here. He's still, uh, just to let you know, Kyle guy left early. He is playing for the Stockton Kings in the G league. Maybe you don't Should have seen leave that one early. Yeah. <laughs> Good anyway. job, Kyle, but he went out on a high note. Yeah. You know, he didn't, he didn't wait around around for too long. He didn't pull a game of Thrones and blow the moment. You know, he fucking, I would have came back cause they would could have sure use his offense this year. Yeah, they definitely could. And he would be getting Lots of ass, yeah. lots of stuck up tiki torch. Ass. Probably, probably but, about as much money as he's getting playing for the Stockton, whatever the fuck they are. And he wouldn't be living in Stockton. Yeah. 
that's just doesn't sound good. Okay. Next conference, move along to the, let's just go SEC. SEC. I still think the PAC 12 might be better than the SEC this year. Let's talk about Arizona's playing good, dude. PAC 12. You want to go with? Oh, well, Auburn's undefeated though. Um, yeah. Okay. Give me the first one that comes up. SEC. Wait, the Southern. Um, you passed it, I think. There we go. SEC. Under the radar is Arkansas. All over Arkansas here. I think Arkansas is by far the team. They should be ranked, actually, I think. 12 and 1 and not ranked. They should Surprising. be ranked. Yeah. Georgia, Anthony Edwards. Um, Just beat Memphis. That's a huge win on the road. I'm seeing him as uh, projected to go number one, picking the draft to the Hawks with. Trey Young in the same back. The last, uh, the last guy to go from Georgia to the Hawks, Dominique Wilkins. Hey, how'd that work out for them? He scored a lot of points, no championships. Hey, well, Atlanta doesn't win titles. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, except except for Georgia Tech in 1990. Boom, boom. I guess the Braves got one. Yeah, that counts. Um, okay, so what else do we got here? Hold on, who do you like as a under? You like Georgia, huh? Yeah, I guess I don't know if that counts, but. South Carolina is a team that I mentioned that could really be dangerous. There's just not a whole lot of like, I mean, LSU's got talent. Their coach probably won't be there after this year. So there there's that they may have uh, maybe playing with hair on fire a little bit in the tournament. Um, assuming they make it Calipari, John Calamari as, as Kaisel says um, is going to get that team rolling more. He does, got, he does it every year. They got a big game at Georgia this week. Yeah. Last year is the same deal. They, they, they were slow out the gates and by Auburn's going to lose one of these days. There's no way they're going to run the table in the sec. Bruce Pearl. Where do you rank him in the pantheon of college basketball Look, coaches? If I wanted to buy a fucking <laughs> shitty <laughs> 1998. Like, yeah. Toyota, Honda, yeah, Accord, yeah. Okay. That he's saying, Hey, look, I know it's got 400,000 miles on it. <laughs> But this thing's great. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> he just poured a actually he's probably bought the, the mileage back. Right. He, you know what I mean? How he, he replaced the odometer. He replaced the odometer. Didn't pull a Ferris Bueller and put it in reverse. <laughs> um, and and you know he's like, look, this is brand new. It's only got uh, fifty thousand miles on it, Colby. Right. Boom. But he he's fucking good at his job. He'll throw in a gift card to fucking Outback Steakhouse. Yeah. Go to the Ruby Tuesdays <laughs> or the fucking uh, Applebee's. Right. Right. They know him on a first name basis there. I'm sure um, he's good. He's good. I think they dude. There is, they have as good as a shot as almost anybody. I would put them at the second tier at my, my top tier would be like Michigan state and uh, what can't maybe Kansas, maybe uh, you put Duke up there right now. No, they're on, they're on the same level. I think Duke's on the Auburn level. Yeah. So to me, it's anyone's fucking season. That's what makes college basketball so fucking great. We don't have to rely on this cock and yammy bullshit invitational four teams are only going to get in. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. Move to the pack 12. Hit me with the pack 12 pack 12, but watch Arkansas. They're flying under the fucking radar. I've locked them up a few times lately. They've came through for me. Have they beaten anyone yet? Arkansas? They just won at Indiana. Okay. Boom. It's a decent win. Take that Archie Miller uh, pack 12. Speaking of Indiana, nice job giving up two onside kicks against Tennessee. That was filthy. <laughs> they dominated that game back to back, giving up two subsequent touchdowns yes. to lose by one point and pull the ultimate Indiana and yeah. just could have had like an eight win season or nine. nine. Win season. It would have been yeah. their first yeah. nine win season. I want to say since like 1967. Wow. But 
They managed to fuck it up because and, they and are let me Indiana tell you, let football. Me, and let me tell you, that's not happening next year. Yeah. Because their OC left to Fresno State to become the head coach. Oh, yeah. And he's the reason why that offense was actually decent this year. Mm-mm-mm. Missing your one opportunity to take a step forward as a program. Nicely done. I'm sure they're going to go back to six and six or five and seven next year. Okay. Pac 12 under the radar. We dude, by the way, I hope you, I hope you cashed in on my lock of Washington minus four in Seattle coming off the loss to UCLA against USC. They won. I don't even know what the final score is. I stopped watching when they're up by 40, <laughs> right? So hope you cashed in on that. Um, who's under the radar here. We triple locked that one. Did we not? We did triple lock that Boom. one. Yeah. Hey, by the way, I got to say, we are all turning it around like normal. We got to find a way as a collective here, the, the, the three amigos to get November and December, like a little better for well, us. Well, here's how it is. We're all, I think two of the three of us have cracked a 500 or above on. Yeah. Uh, well, that happens every year, November, and December, or when you, when you learn. Yeah. Unfortunately with college basketball, having 300 teams, you don't get I mean, yes, you can read that Alcorn State has a guy averaging 16 points a game and say, hey, he's coming back for his senior year. Yeah. Maybe they're going to be good this year. Yeah. But check this out. When you're in the SWAC or the MIAC or whatever, and you're playing on the road all the way in California, and you're playing Pacific, I fucking have no idea. Even though I can read all I can about Pacific and all I can about Alcorn State. How it's going to match up. And I see the spreads 12 points or 14 points, and I go, gee, I have no fucking idea. This is how I normally start off my handicapping by saying, Hey, that's a far ass trip. Yeah. Let me go with the home team. Yeah. Go right? with like little clues here and there. Or if they're really bad, if I watch them, cause I start watching right away, but that's also, that can be deceiving because some yeah. of the basketball teams can lose to like a really bad team and they're actually a good team. Yeah. You know, like throw your home. I think like Texas Southern beat Baylor last year and you start thinking, man, Texas Southern is going to come out of this. Con-. And then like, no, it was just a flash in the pan. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. So uh, I feel like we'd be better off, especially at the beginning of the season, focusing on one conference and, or even a, a smaller group of teams and like really learning how to ca- handicap those. But I will say, I think in the long haul, being able to spot the trends as a group, you know, and when yeah. you see something that doesn't fit after you've been looking at it for two months and every single team and you compare two teams, you say, Hey, this team's been hitting a lot. This team hasn't. If you're only focused on a small group of teams, you're not going to see that disparity. Well, I, I mean, another up. thing is there's more there's more neutral site tournaments than ever this past year. Yeah. So that makes it even harder to handicap when you're like, "Fuck, man." Yeah, you they're, can't you can't they're playing gauge in like fucking the Bahamas or they're playing right. in Belfast. You know you what I mean? Like, the, what the, the typical fuck? Typical home court advantage yeah. that you know one team has over another. So I mean, but th- th- I think that's just part of the journey. Part of the journey is you, you start watching November and December, you know, or your months are, you're just like, let me just not be betting as much. <laughs> let me just be decent. Yeah. You know what I mean? Let me just be decent. Yeah. You know? And then January, February, you crank that motherfucker up. Yeah. And March you hit that flame. You're on fire. Yeah. Victory lane, buddy. That's right. Victory. You, you, you take lane. your ass to Vegas. Yeah. With that hot streak. Exactly. And then you got hookers. You get blow. You get, <laughs> You know, fucking martinis on the rocks. You're, dre- you're dressed in a tuxedo. <laughs> Life's fucking good. Um, okay, hold on. So th- those are the other ones. I'm you're gonna hanging t- out with t- Alan Cooley. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's when you know the life is good. Man, the myth, the legend. <laughs> um. Okay, hold on. So he said, "What teams do you think are flying under the radar going in?" And what opposite? What opposite question? Uh, which teams 
do you think that are going to regress in conference play regress in conference play? I'll, I'll tell you that. Uh, well, we kind of answered that, I guess <laughs> I know I'm hearing a tribal. I got, <laughs> I got people, my neighbor, let's just, let's just well, reveal let's the just cards. Share. I don't know if you're hearing this. I think you are. Depends on how good our post-production offices, but I got someone playing some tribal music and actually beating on a Congo <laughs> next door. I think it's a bongo. Yeah. Congo, bongo, bongo. Congo. Good movie. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, she's probably naked and she's probably on mushrooms <laughs> and she's probably 45 years old. <laughs> Welcome to my neighborhood. <laughs> uh, but she is. Actually, you can probably hear us now because the music stopped. The bongo yes, stopped. Yes. <laughs> right. And she's nice to me, so I don't want to piss her off. But, um, yeah. So, okay. Welcome to UAB he has a second question, but we'll, 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 we'll wait for this. It's football. Any other. Okay. No, that's a football related question. We only got football related questions right now. So how about this Patty? See, before we dive into football, I'm going to tell you a few things about a few things. All right. First, I want to tell you that, you know, the college experience on the sports gathering podcast network is brought to you by MyBookie.ag. They got a promo code SGP for a deposit bonus up to a thousand dollars. College football national championships right around the corner. FCS national championship, college basketball conference play, NBA going on, NHL going on, NFL playoffs. They also got the prop creator, perfect for the NFL playoffs, especially if you check out my guy Ryan Kramer's props. He he puts up on our uh, on our website sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Check that out. Great. Uh, MyBookie.ag is a great resource for in-game wagering. Deposit and withdraw using Bitcoin for lightning fast payouts. MyBookie.ag promo code SGP, fellas. Very nicely done. Why don't you stop being a sissy and finish that beer so I can crack you a new one? All right. Yeah. Cheers, you, buddy. All right. Yeah. Some longboard. Where is this? Is this Hawaiian mm. shit? Right? That's right. Island lager. Mm. Hawaii has a decent shot to make the tournament this year, Petty C. Boom. Who'd have thunk? It's going to come down to them. The island folk playing a ball. It's going to come down to, yeah, see, they, they got a UC Irvine. This reminds me of uh Hunter. Well, I don't want to blow his spot completely. Hunter, say Hunter, Hunter from Hunter S Thompson, Hunter S Thompson yeah. from our hometown. Uh, this is the worst decision <laughs> that I've ever been around. I think. <laughs> oh man. So he, uh, Played he get yeah, yeah he was a six three like point guard basically. Crack me that beer. Could fucking tell ball. this fucking story. Hometown, we had one of the top teams in the DC area. And in fact, we were number one in the whole area, including private and public, during his senior season. Twenty two and one, we beat a team by eighty one points in a basketball game. Um, he was one of the stars of the team, and he had a full ride offer to Hawaii. Opted to turn it down to stay with his girlfriend locally. And I guess do, I don't even know what, I don't even know if he went to college and work at fucking circuit city and work or at circuit Jesus. City. and because of that, Hawaii, it's not North Dakota here. I mean, look, I'd go his to girlfriend, any division. It could have been Anchorage university. His girlfriend breaks up with him because he's a bum. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Hunter. Oh, the opportunities, <laughs> the opportunities you have in life. Wow. He could have been banging. Fucking Luau girls on the beach. I feel like the Rainbow Warriors haven't been haven't been to the tournament in a while since the days of they might have went one year prior, but the days of Anthony Carter. Remember him, the point guard for the Miami Heat. Mm. He used to have a big man named Tony Maroney. <laughs> Amazing name. My dad was so sold on Tony Maroney <laughs> as like a kid in the nineties. Right. 
I would be too. He wanted the bullets to draft Tony Maroney so bad. That would be a very bullets move. And I was like, dad, he didn't even make the NBA. <laughs> Should have took him. I like this boy. That's my dad. <laughs> um, right? I just found this stat out. What's that? Not stat. A uh, fact. Supposedly Hawaii has to pay for the, I want to say airfare and lodging. I'm not sure what the exact stats are, but they have to pay a significant portion of all teams that come to Hawaii to play against them. It's like, no wonder their athletic, but well, no wonder why June Jones was like, I'm out of here. Yeah. Remember he asked for, he asked for, I think he wanted a million dollars. Yeah. They got like what, as part of the BCS, just by making the bowl game, like $15 million or some shit. Yeah. And uh, they were like, yeah, we can't get no, He asked to kick in like a million. Cause I want to say, and, and take this with a grain of salt. Cause it's been like 15 years since I read it. Yeah. But I remember the number was so ridiculous. I want to say it was like his re- recruiting budget was $80,000. Yeah. <laughs> That's really, that's like, especially considering you're alone on a fucking Island. Yeah. That's tough. That's like three flights. You got to do all your, yeah. that's barely enough to like drive around the Island of yeah. Hawaii, <laughs> especially with how, how, how expensive Hawaii is. Right. But would be great to see the Rambo warriors back there. Although I like UC Irvine, the yeah. ant eaters. Yeah. Gotta love the ant eaters. Yeah. Fun team. The best mascot in college basketball. Wait, what's the other one that's uh? In the same area. It was at Long Beach. The banana slugs? Banana slugs. No, no, no. Long Beach is the, the dirt bags. Dirt bags. And they're getting rid of that. The banana slugs is, uh, I think, is, uh, Santa, Santa Clara. Clara. Yeah. Dude, these California teams, <laughs> they're, they're fucking amazing. And eaters, dirt bags, and uh, <laughs> banana slugs. Yeah. Yeah, buddy. They're pretty, pretty impressive. Pretty impressive names there. Um, okay. Before, hold on. Let's just preview. Before we dive into college football... I want to talk about some of these upcoming games we got tonight. West Virginia, Oklahoma State, big game in the uh, in the Big Twelve. Tonight's a kind of light college basketball schedule, but on Tuesday, Wednesday, Ohio State at Maryland, Patty C. What are you mm. thinking in that? Look, we don't have a spread on that. I'm just saying, what do you think? That's a huge game. Ohio State's zero and two. They can, can they, they they can't afford to go zero and three and, l- and think that they're going to have a great seed in the Big Ten tournament. Mm. That's why these games matter. That's why I'm. I trying think they're to t- one and two right are now. Are they zero and two or one in the Big two? Ten? They lost to who? Minnesota. And they lost to Ohio State. Michigan State, right? Mm. No, they lost to Wisconsin. Yeah, that's right. That's right. They are one or two. Who did they, who did they beat? Penn State? Did they beat Penn they State? did beat Penn State. Yeah. There it is. They slapped the shit out of Penn State by but that, 32 but, but check points. Us out. You start at one and three mm-hmm. and you still haven't played. Yeah. Did they, they next had, two games? They still played Michigan State or Michigan. Dude, they got a fucking tough little schedule coming up. So huge game, huge fucking game on t- on Tuesday night. Um, how about Penn State at Rutgers? You're gonna find out about your Scarlet Knights. This is a uh, border <laughs> rivalry that actually could turn into something because they're probably pretty similar, uh, similarly talented and performing teams. Did you see Shiano stole the OC of uh, Oklahoma State? Is that right? Yeah, Shiano is he gonna do it there? He is. He, he is, is buddy. But yes, college basketball wise. Huge game. You're going to find out if your Scarlet Knights are, are for real. You know uh, what? I'm actually rooting for Penn State basketball, too. I want them to get better. I want them to make the it's, tournament, it's too. It's really surprising to me. You were always a big John Amici guy. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> you, you get my jab there? John Amici. Wait, I have no idea who the fuck John Amici is. Oh, he was a Penn State big man who played in the NBA, and I'm just I'm making a subliminal joke on something. Google John Amici. Okay. Is he, uh, I'm being funny. Like, pedophile or something? No, or? no, 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 no. 
He's a, he's a very good basketball player that uh, was, was one of the, he was a trendsetter in a way. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's right. (laughs) Oh yeah. Not that there's anything wrong yet. Yeah. yeah. Let, let's that. tone down the fucking, uh, I thought that was funny. A, a shy the gay bashing. It's over. not gay bashing. I'm just saying you liked him because of that. Cause you're gay. Okay. There's nothing wrong with that. You know what I mean? Like, you know what? I'm, uh, I'm fluid. I have fluid sexuality. Yeah. And I'm going to spray my fluid sexuality on your face in a second. No homo. Uh, okay. Not that there's anything wrong Not with that. that. <laughs> okay. Uh, Florida at South Carolina, a chance for South Carolina to jump back up. Tennessee, Missouri. These are all Virginia at Boston college. A little scared for that one. I'm always scared with this Virginia team. You know why? Cause you never know who's going to show up or if no one will show up at all. And that's happened a couple times. It's happened most of the time for them. That's it's a, just that's their pretty defense. far trip. Boston college. Yeah. It's a little bit of a trip, but, uh, two, um, two very good signs. Braxton key, you know, with the surgically repaired wrist still put up 18 points. Very nice. And this is against tech the other day when they beat them 67, I believe, or 69. They whooped their 40. ass. They whooped, whooped their a good decent. Uh, and then, uh, the little runt who made the amazing pass, um, Kihei Clark, uh, put up 18 as, as well. Last game at career high. So, like we said, at some point, Tony Bennett's going to start designing plays for these guys, even though they can't score and create buckets for themselves and the offense will start to come along. It hasn't yet completely, but this was a step in the right direction. I trust Tony Bennett to get them going. There you go, buddy. Uh, Miami at Louisville, you get a chance for Larinaga or Louisville's going to, it's a bad spot for Larinaga. Louisville coming off a loss. They're in They're at home. They're going to take care of, of, of Jimmy L I think. Uh, Providence at Marquette. Can Providence start out Biggie's play three and zero after a bad uh, at a conference schedule? I think that's a game that I definitely think. Uh, if I'm Marquette, they're coming off a huge win against Nova. They better make sure they get up for it because Ed Cooley, heck of a good coach. Providence, a veteran team. Mm. I, I think that's a, a trap game. Trap yes, game you get up, you get you get a. Uh, that's why a little I, cocky after beating. That's why Nova. I was on Oregon State yesterday. Honestly, like. People are like, why? Um, or I think my brother, because he was like, dude, you were just saying how good Colorado was. Why are you on Oregon State? I'm like, well, you beat a top ten team. Yeah. You storm the court. Yeah. In Boulder, I, 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 I saw that. I'm surprised. I, I, I made mental note of that myself after that. I was like, okay, Colby, you because both Nick and I had taken Oregon to beat Colorado. Yeah. And then I was I like, all right, Colorado, Colby's yeah. maybe he's just high on Colorado. Next game, you're fucking shitting on Colorado. And right. I say, hey, I'm having a hard time keeping track of this shit. <laughs> Well, Oregon State also better than, better than a lot of people realize. I think they're yeah. not a bad team. Yeah, they got some scores. Um, so I was on that. So watch Providence. Uh, catch, give me Providence in the points. I don't know what the line is yet, but I think I might take them. Houston at Temple, another big one. The 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 AAC is a conference that you think right now there's there's three probably three teams that are automatically going to make it in, mm-hmm. and those are Wichita State, Memphis, and Houston. Mm-hmm. But if you want to keep an eye, like, like always, I feel like temple, the epitome of a bubble, a bubble team over the past five, seven years, temple UCF, um, even SMU having a silent, uh, silently a better year than people realize Cincinnati, I think might, they need to get their shit together. Uh, who's the, who's their first year coach again. He came from Northern Kentucky. I'm, I, I can't remember the guy's name off the top of my head, um, but he's definitely got his work cut out for him. Let me ask you this. They beat Iowa though. Yeah. I mean, you, UCLA with the huge win over, what was it? Uh, Washington the other day. Yeah. 
Um, and then they lose to Washington State the next game. Right. So you Mick Cronin, I mean They've lost to Cal State Fullerton. <laughs> Uh, Washington State. And somebody do you think else, yeah. he's just got a, a huge project in front of him? Do you think they're figuring it out this year, or uh, do you uh, think apparently he's apparently he's bringing in a great a great point guard next year? Yeah. Um, do you, how do you think he did at Cincinnati over his tenure there? Do you think he I, well he was, was a good regular season coach? Yeah. In the tournament, he struggled. Yeah, yeah, and that's a been lot the of case. big leads dating all games. the way back to yeah. Bob Huggins. That yeah. has not been a tournament team. Uh, so. I mean, I guess they made a, a deep run or two, but generally speaking, they shit the bed. So I, I can't tell how good based on that. I think Cincinnati is, or, or Mick Cronin is, I should say. And maybe, uh, maybe he'll turn the corner and have UCLA be at least a good regular season team. But, but Houston at temple could be a huge game uh, for the American conference. Big game right now. Where's temple? Uh, temple Temple's is a strange team because they, they, they looked really good early on, but they've, they've kind of looked like shit lately, even though they've, they covered for me against UCF, but then they got blown out by Tulsa. I don't know what to think of them yet, but it, it should be a big game. And then Kentucky at Georgia, any chance for the upset? Yeah, I think there's I feel like Georgia kind of gives What's them, the spread on that game. Well, it's not out yet. It's tomorrow. Okay. So yeah. I don't even know who would be the favorite in that. Kentucky's I mean, going to be the favorite. I guess a yeah. slight favorite. Um, um, I would, yeah, sure. I don't think Kentucky's proven that they're unbeatable at this point at all. I mean, they lost to Evansville. Georgia's talented. They lost to Utah. Granted, yeah. That lost to Evansville. Looking more like an, uh, an anomaly at this point. Yeah. Evansville's Especially taking a turn because, for the worse. Yeah. Are you familiar with that Walter McCartney story? What, uh, what happened with that again? He might've made some sexual advances and he's relieved of his duty. Is he? Yeah. He's gone. Yeah. Oh my gosh. At who? At a staffer? Or I'm something? not, I'm not uh, that, that caught up with the story. His Bobby Petrino. He, he, he Maybe he was on a motorcycle. This this just goes to show you, if you have proven it as a coach, you can, or if you're like a top 25 coach, you can withstand these kind of like smears on your record, you know, and you can keep your job. The fact that LSU's coach still there. Yeah. Well, he didn't fuck like a student or something. I don't know right. what McCartney did, but yeah. That'll come out in time or we'll might, might even be out by now. I haven't been following the story that close. Either way. All I'm saying is like funny how there's a million accusations, but the coach that actually gets canned <laughs> is the one that's not on a top 25 yeah, team. I think he's only suspended. I don't know that he was, I don't know. I don't know enough about this fucking story, yeah. but I'll tell you this. Kentucky at George is big. Uh, Baylor at Texas tech. That's gigantic in the big 12. I can't wait to watch that game. Villanova at Creighton. Both those games are why Tuesday night are going to be fantastic are going to be, is going to be fantastic. Um, Virginia tech at Syracuse. Who are you taking in that? I think Bayheim's Bayheim's in trouble. I'm going to take Bayheim needs to be thinking about a retirement home, <laughs> right? Yeah. He's had a tough couple of years now. Okay. And then I'm going to run through a couple more games, but before I do that, I want to tell you the guys that the college experience on the sports Together podcast network is brought to you by DraftKings, The second week of the playoffs is upon us. The bad news is that there's only a few more weeks left in the football season, in the NFL football season. We do have XFL coming, but the good news is that you can still get your fantasy fix with DraftKings, the leader in one day fantasy football. And if you've never played before, there's even more reason to celebrate Patty C is you can play for $1 million top prize this weekend. Draft your lineup and feel the sweat like never before. Patty C Every run, throw, and catch it means more with a DraftKings lineup on the line. It's simple. Just draft your lineup, stay under the salary cap, and see how your team stacks up against the competition. Nothing, and I repeat, nothing 
adds to the sweat of the, of watching the game quite like having a shot at a million dollars. All right. Plus all new and existing users can get a deposit bonus up to $500. That's some extra cash to play through the playoffs with only the best football teams left. There's no better time to be playing. So download the DraftKings app now and use the promo code S G P. Woo! Man, I imagine that's got to become tougher in the playoffs, actually, because you got less to choose from, you know. And you would think less backups are getting shine. So like that little guy that you might pick up to have a great day. Yeah. Although, like, if you probably would have took Josh McCown, and had he performed a little bit better, he was probably a low value play. Yep. That could have cashed been in big time. Sitting on stacks. Boom. Um. I like me some Josh McCown, but anyway, hold on. Let's let that that's Wednesday's slate or I'm sorry. That's Tuesday slate. Wednesday slate classic rivalry here. St. John's Georgetown. Oh, I yeah. do miss the Mullen Ewing aspect, but Hey, we got Mike Anderson. You got half of it. Huge opportunity for Georgetown. One of these teams is going to be Oh, and three in the big East big time game. Must win for Georgetown. Must win for both teams. Yeah. So that's like, that's what I mean. There's reasons when you're trying to look for clarity and you're trying to look for a, you know, direction in this college basketball season. Yeah. These are the games we talk about. So when, so, so when you sit your fat ass down on a, on a, on, a, on the couch, right. And you think about watching, you know, uh, fucking demolition man for the 300 millionth time, which is, which is a good option. Yeah. Which is always a good option. Yeah. Or putting it on the St. John Georgetown game. You put it on the St. John Georgetown game. Cause you got to realize this is like a fucking playoff game. And you can't have money riding on, Demolition man, unfortunately. Yes. Yes. If you could, yeah, <laughs> we well, would all could. be betting that. I, I feel like we could all place bets on the, uh, I think you might be able to, to figure something out there. Movie. Uh, I feel movie like movie bets. I guess if we had never seen it, right. bet on like how many yeah. people get killed, how many F bombs get dropped. Yeah. Something like that. Um, Northwestern, Indiana, Northwestern, strange ass team. So that's, they're never, they, they could win that game. Um, you want to talk uh, mid majors, East Tennessee state, UNC Greensboro, that, that that's always a good matchup. That'd be a big time game Pitt, North Carolina. We mentioned Tulsa, Cincinnati. You're going to get a chance. Notre Dame, NC state. You're going to see some, some division or, you know, some breakup in the middle of the ACC Florida state at wake. Here, we'll talk about a great opportunity to lay an egg. You just win at Louisville. Yeah. Now you got to go play Danny Manning, Danny Manning, Wants to surprise you. And he wants Deeks, to. He wants to shut you up, Colby. The Deeks could. They could be uh, playing. You know, they've been playing better ball of late. I feel like. Yeah. So maybe they make me eat my own words. I'm trying to eat sandwiches though, Patty. See, Kansas at Iowa State. That one is always. It's in Ames. That let me tell you something. That place will be wild. Talk about a team that needs it. Yeah. The Cyclones. So Seton Hall, Xavier, another big one in the Big East. Oklahoma, Texas, the Red River shootout of basketball. Mm-hmm. I said shootout. Yep. Well done. Arkansas at LSU. We're good. Look, I mean, this is a fucking. Oh, great that's a good one. You want you want uh, the style points that you've been looking for, Arkansas? Yeah. Here is an opportunity. Exactly. Illinois, Wisconsin. We're gonna find out if the both teams have been kind of been playing a lot better the past week or two. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Duke at Georgia Tech. Any chance for the upset? Uh. I would, I would say no. I think Duke, Duke's playing too well right now. Vandy at Auburn had a chance for the upset. I'm going to give that a big no as well. San Diego state at Wyoming going to Laramie. Any chance? No. Yeah. These upsets, maybe college basketball's wild though. Patty C. 
That's right. You better start thinking about yours. Any given Tuesday. Exactly. And then uh you got later in the week Purdue at Michigan. Nice. I think Purdue's gonna I think Purdue's is if they don't win that there, they need to start thinking about uh, theirs. Um how about your James Madison Dukes getting Delaware? What's up with my blue hens? They've been they've been playing like shit lately. <laughs> Let me tell you about the JMU Dukes. There was a lot of hype preseason about how they were gonna be a contender this year. And I fucking knew better because JMU basketball is dog shit. We got the new convocation center coming out next year. It's going to be a boon for recruiting, but let me tell you what Steve hood's not walking through that door. That's right. There's simply just not that much talent in basketball in Harrisonburg, Virginia. Certainly a lot of Mennonites nearby. If we can go to the Mennonite league and recruit some of that talent, maybe, you know, buddy, Virginia has, if Liberty can do it, I don't believe that. Why can't JMU? Liberty has endless resources. Yeah, Liberty has zombie evangelist uh, Christians <laughs> that are fucking pumping steroids and God juice into their veins and dunking on everyone. Okay. All right. Memphis at Wichita later in the week. That's a good one. Western Kentucky at UAB. Welcome to UAB should be scared about that game because the Hilltoppers might just win the conference USA this year. Although Louisiana tech might have something to say about that, but um, what are some of the other big Games. It's easy to see a tide turn, Patty C. <laughs> uh, so they say. Minnesota, Michigan State, Arizona at Oregon. That's a big one. Thursday, Arizona at Oregon, Washington at Stanford, Arizona State, Oregon State. Look at this. BYU, St. Mary's, Santa Clara, San Francisco. These are all good games. All good games. Fucking get your vets and check the day. We, we release our picks daily on Twitter and through the sports gambling podcast.com. Click college basketball picks. We pick every division one college basketball game. And we also have locks included. We should uh, post a, um, like a, a trend line or like a games above and below 500 kind of like spreadsheet or like graph. That's the word I'm looking for where it shows, you know, Hey, we started out shitty, but boom, over the last few weeks, we're all hitting pretty well over 500. Get on, get onto that spreadsheet. You know? Yeah. And, and you know what? Ignore my locks because my, Regular picks are still higher than my locks. <laughs> it happens, buddy. It does happen. Trust the process. You, it, you seem know, like, it, you seem like a worried. I see. I'm fine over here. Well, you know what it is. It's but I've been just, doing this for years. I just like. I I, I think it's a, a bad reflection on me to have my regular picks be higher than my locks. Well, but stop locking Presbyterian. All right. <laughs> okay. Well, I do have to learn from my previous bet. I try to, but uh, basically, what I'm saying is. The whole of basketball, I think, is easier to bet on than specific games, you yeah, know? Yeah. Because it's such well, a crapshoot from game to game. It's very tough to handicap the swack, the MIAC, because every team's like five and 14. Yeah. And you sit there and you go, I have no fucking idea. Yeah. Because they're all dog shit, uh, with the exception of like Stephen F. F. Austin, who's just yeah. awesome. But um, you're better off like fucking betting a dollar on each game, you know? And winning twenty dollars at the end, then betting twenty dollars on one game, and fucking, you know, having a fifty percent chance of winning it. I'm kicking ass right now. Yeah, I'm feeling it. Feel, dude. January comes when I the flame starts to get hot, man. Starts to get hot. I'm feeling good about everything. I was fucking ten games over five hundred yesterday. I was twenty games over five hundred the day before. Burning the heat is fucking on, Patty C. All right. Um, let me tell you this, guys. Before we talk real college football playoff, I want to tell you guys that uh, 
Ever thought about starting your own sports book, but don't know how? Patty C, have you? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Well, guess what? Ace per head is here to help you start your own sports book. Who hasn't, Colby? They'll provide you with an all-inclusive professional betting site with all the lines updated to the second and wagers graded immediately. They have top-notch customer customer support going 24-7, some of the sharpest lines in the industry. Plus, Ace per head offers live betting and an amazing mobile experience. Can you slam your phone down any harder on the fucking table? <laughs> right? Get started today, and Ace is offering up to six weeks free. Just go to aceperhead.com backslash SGP. That's aceperhead.com backslash SGP. Start your own sports book. It's fucking great. It's great. Just do it. There it is. You excited about this? Just do it. This 10, this 10, 10 episode Jordan 30 for 30. Is that what they're calling it? Just do it. Oh, I don't know what they're calling it. I just, it made me think of it. You know, that would be what they call it. Just this fucking corporate Nike fucking jocking Jordan's dick. 10 program. episodes. Do I really need to see 10 episodes of this nonsense? Right. Come on. We all know the story. He's a fucking great basketball player. David Stern resting in misery. No, I'm joking. Uh, Rest in peace, yeah, David. Yeah, rest Stern. in peace. Rest in peace. Yeah. But I hope God lectures you about being a douchebag uh, because you were one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you, tell me you saw that clip of Jim Rome. Um, no, what did he say? Oh, uh, no, no, I didn't see that. I saw. Yeah. I, I didn't click on it. I gotta play that for you. He's, he's just like he's asking a, him straight up if it's rigged. And he and Stern can't handle it, and he just goes, "Are you still beating your wife, Jim Rome?" Holy shit. Yeah, he's a fucking asshole. A fucking <laughs> no, asshole. No credit to yeah. David Stern for fucking. Yeah. Both Jim, are assholes. Yeah, actually. Both, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jim Rome's no fucking sweetheart. Um, buddy, I was gonna talk about. Uh, That's an amazing comeback. It is. That <laughs> is. Man. I, you just made me like David Stern. I, I, hey, well, I mean, look, he did his due diligence. He did his homework. He was prepared. There you, you know go. what I mean? If if you give the guy credit for one thing, he may have not been a good guy, <laughs> but he uh, he certainly. He made his money. What'd you think of Ricky Gervais's uh, Golden Globes yesterday? Fucking Killed amazing. It. Killed fucking it, right? amazing. Hey, what do I think about that beer still just fucking uh, sitting there? And you haven't touched him. What in about five Joe minutes? Moorhead? Fired. I know. Two years. And he won eight games. You know they've only won. He had an eight game win, eight win season last year, and they've only had an eight win season like five times in their existence. <laughs> Mississippi State, you better start thinking about chores. You're fucking idiots. And I'm hearing talks, Butch Jones. Mm, mm, that would mm. be fucking hilarious. That would be absolutely fucking hilarious. So stupid. How about George Mason getting their ass destroyed by TCU and then VCU? Mm. Longing for the Laranagas. They're lucky they don't play ECU. Hello. <laughs> Let's see what you did there. Laranaga wanted to stay there. Yeah. Wanted to stay there. Yeah. So here, by the way, San Diego State versus top five opponents. BYU, Creighton, Iowa, Utah State, and Utah. Five and zero with an uh, average margin of victory, sixteen point six points a game. That's called getting your ass whooped. Let me uh, let me ask you this: Is this coming out of nowhere? Like San Diego State? When was the last time they were an elite team? I mean they they've been they've been ranked recently. Yeah, they run a good program. The pack. Hey, Pac twelve. Do I need to tell you that San Diego State won ten games in football, or 11, maybe even eleven this year? Uh. And, and they, they've been a solid program yeah. for a long time now. When oh, you, by the way, they're in the middle of your geographic footprint in a, in a city, Yeah, big ass city, in a city that, that's growing every day. All right. That has pro sports. I don't understand what you're doing. Add them, add them. They have, they have fucking, I mean, 
what's his name? The best player in basketball, Kwame. Uh, not Kwame. Jesus, what? What's wrong with me? The fucking Clippers guy. Oh, uh, your boy, Kawhi uh, Leonard. Well, Someone said Kwame Brown. What the fuck is wrong with me? Yeah, San Diego State has him. I'm yeah. saying Kawhi Leonard, the best. I mean, you he's recruiting famous for them. alumni. Yeah, that's right. right. You had a player drafted this past year. You got Marshall Falk in football. Are you oh, kidding guess me? what? You're also the only power five team that can't get a team in the fucking playoffs or power five league. that can't get a team in the fucking playoffs year in and year out. Oh, and check this out. The fact that there's no major sports team, let that team, let, if you bring them up to the pac 12, yeah. they're building a new stadium. It's I think comes next year. Yeah. This is your chance. Guess what? Fall sports in San Diego. They need a team. Dude, get, the whole town will get behind their football and basketball program. This is your chance, Pac-12. Hop on it. There it is. Hop on it. UNLV as well, even though UNLV is not good at football or basketball <laughs> currently, but they're a gigantic city and they're building a nice stadium. And Larry Johnson's the greatest basketball player of all time. So we have that. Um, Patty C. Frisco, Texas. You now now we're talking about the really important things in sports. You heard about it? Well, first I will mention that there is a game. There is a game before I actually, before I get to Frisco, Texas on uh, Miami, Ohio and Louisiana Lafayette play uh, say today. You excited about this one? You know, I have been waiting for this game all year. The Red Hawks or the raging Cajuns. Oh yeah. We got fucking, you this? were on Louisiana Lafayette beginning of the year. This is why you listen to the college experience. Patty C well, he had them winning the Sunbelt uh, West, and they did. Boom. They didn't win the Sunbelt entirely because App State beat the tar out of them. But. Baby Seth. You were still right. You, you, know, you didn't call them for the win, to win the whole Sunbelt. You called That's them to right. win the West. They were raging all season long. Brian Mitchell. Boom. The, the alumni. The alumni of, of Cajun greatness. Yes. Okay. Played quarterback in college. Crazy. He was a fucking big ass, short, little stocky motherfucker. Uh, but he actually played uh, quarterback for the Redskins for a little bit. Did, did <laughs> he wasn't that bad either. Uh, yeah. He yeah. was decent. <laughs> um, yeah. They're favored by 14. We're all taking Miami of Ohio. It's just too many points, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Where's like, that game being played? Uh, I think it's in like uh, Mobile, Alabama. Mm. Oh yeah, there's a destination city right there. Yeah, you know, no, no can't do, uh, can't do Chicago. Yeah, can't do. Where else do they not play a bowl game? That's uh, Denver. Denver. Yep. Not even the domes. Like they don't even use Minneapolis. Yeah. Indianapolis. Yeah. St. Louis. We need to go to Mobile, Alabama. I want to say that's where like uh, my cousin Vinny. <laughs> <laughs> was filmed the two Utes, right? You uh, get your uh, wheels stuck in the mud. <laughs> Everyone knows down here that one wheel spins, the other one stays still. No, you're hundred percent right. And that's why I'm going to propose that. And if we had more time and, and our listeners really care, which I don't know if they, they do. Yeah. I would say like, I could reroute the whole entire bowl games and pick random cities all across America. And they'd be very great. Yeah. But there I say, should I just do a playoff? I already did. If you follow my Twitter, <laughs> um, Okay, so let's let's Frisco, Texas. And let's talk about one thing that's if you're not wondering or if you're wondering what the fuck I'm talking about Frisco, Texas for is this Saturday. College football's playoff national championship. The real playoff. Game. James Madison opens up as a uh, well opened up as a two point favorite. It's down to one and a half. Against a team that's won seven of the last eight 
college football national championship. North Dakota State buys on. Not only is that a, I believe, a record for national championships altogether, but to have it having done it basically consecutive seasons is unreal. It's an unreal streak. Right now, North Dakota State would walk into the top twenty-five and probably be better than App State and be a, uh, or walk yeah. into the FBS and be a top twenty-five team. That's the level of program we're watching, and James Madison has become kind of this thing on the east eastern seaboard where all players go once uh, they haven't hacked it at the FBS level. Yeah, you know, or they they did, but they they want to change the pace. Yeah. And it gives them immediately uh, immediate play time, immediate eligibility, immediate yeah. eligibility. And it, what has happened is JMU has become a powerhouse in their own right and is probably a top 50 program at the FBS level. We know that their athletic department budget is number 61 of all teams in the country, including FBS and FCS. So, uh, and would be the number two non power five uh, athletic budget. So JMU certainly uh, a program that, would make the uh, jump and probably succeed as well. JMU's favorite. JMU's favorite. That's got to scare you. It scares me, but here's why it doesn't is because JMU had the number one offense in the country and they have lit up quite a few teams. And like you said, uh, Easton stick, um, he's a charger is a charger beat out Cardell Jones is a reason Cardell Jones. Like you mentioned yeah. is in the XFL. That's right. On the DC defenders instead of the San Diego chargers. That's because yet another, North Dakota state quarterback, including Carson Wentz, who was just in the playoffs this yesterday for, for a couple of plays for a couple of plays. Yeah. Um, they're churning out talent, NFL talent. I mean, how many, how many teams in the league have two quarterbacks? Uh, I, I can know. tell you, well, how about if you just put these quarterbacks at Miami, they would probably be, they would probably be good. You know what I mean? If you were to put any of those right now, uh, Trey Lance, is the quarterback that of North Dakota state and he's a freshman and he's taken his team to the national championship. He's never lost a game. Well, buddy, that is bound to happen. You know who else had never lost a game? Fucking Ohio state, uh, and homeboy, um, Ryan day. Oh, but and guess what? Lost the, and, and, but what about this? 59% of the money coming in on James Madison, 41% on North Dakota state, a true neutral site came. Um, Probably a slight mileage travel advantage for North Dakota State, but when you talk this little, it's like whatever. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's it's all the same. Uh, it's like Clemson, Ohio State in Arizona. Yeah, that was fair. Yeah, yeah. fair game. Although although the calls might not have been right. Yeah, it was fair. <laughs> the setting was yeah, fair. Yeah. Um, look, it is scary. Of course, I'm not going to sit here and say that North Dakota State isn't a fucking team that you have to respect and, quite frankly, fear, but. That doesn't mean you play like fucking pussies. And I think JMU is up to the challenge. Of course, I'm going to think that. Um, but genuinely, I think that because they've had a great season. Um, and so, look, we'll see what happens on Saturday. I mean, you got to be a little bit terrified, huh? Noon Eastern kickoff. I believe since that's uh, Texas is what? Central time. Then that's an 11 a.m. kickoff. A little disrespect to the uh, FCS teams that have made it all the way to the championship game to be playing. A fucking yeah, why, morning why, why kickoff. Is that? Why, why are they? Why are they playing it so early? Huh? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's should be when the, prime time. They should play this game Friday night prime time for all I care. Yeah, exactly. Why? Give, give them a little shine, but um, it's certainly more watchable than a lot of the things out there. I guess the NFL games probably are why. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. I think the Dukes though 
They're the only team that's beaten North Dakota state in the playoffs. Yes, that's right. Of those seven of the eight national championships, the one that North Dakota state did not win was because they lost in the hands of the Dukes in their own home stadium, the Fargo dome. And that was with the home field advantage. They are going to lose to the, here's Jets, the thing. Giants, if Dukes. North Dakota state wins this game, can they please Please join the Mountain West conference. Fuck the Mountain West. Go independent. Like, what are you doing at that level at this point? Like, how many fucking championships in a row do you need to win to yeah. prove your point? What are you fucking Mountain Union D three? Mountain Union's got an excuse. It's like they don't have any scholarships, so for them to jump up to like FCS is monumental financially. But for I mean, here, here's here's what a lot of the FCS teams will say because of Title Nine. Mm-hmm. Like you have to add the what 22 extra scholarships to go from FCS, which is 63 to 85, which is FBS, which means you have to add another 22 scholarships for women's sports. So you're adding 44 scholarships. So pretty big financial impact. I get that. You basically have to add another woman's sport, women's sport to your uh, payroll. So at the beginning of the year, at the beginning of the year, and I'm not sure currently where this at resides, 15 players from North Dakota state are in the NFL. 15. That's a lot. That is a lot for fucking North Dakota. That's a lot, buddy. It is a barren plain of rocky, sandy cliffs. I don't know what the fuck is in North Dakota. I've never been. It's one of the few States I've never been to because it's so remote. Uh, I would, I, I, they need to just step up and come, come. I mean, if they win this, it's what eight out of nine. You said nine out of 10, this would be eight out of nine. Just fucking come up at that point. I feel like yeah, there should be a rule. Independent. Yeah. Should be an, uh, uh, just a fucking look at the other rule. teams that have had the similar level of success of multiple national championships at the F- FCS level. You had Marshall back in the day, yeah. right? They won a few, right? Yeah. Came up and succeeded. They came up and succeeded right away. Yeah. Okay. Obviously, App State has come in and killed Boise State. Did Boise State even win multiple FCS championships? I don't even know that they did. They might have just made the jump. South Florida came up, UCF came up. All of these teams that half of them 20 years ago didn't even have a program just jumped. I mean, fucking Georgia Southern, all of these teams are able to go bowling. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Within a couple of years, if not year one. Even of, Coastal Carolina has had somewhat success. You know right. what I mean? Like, That's right. Yeah. They're, they're, they're ahead of schedule for yeah. sure. North Dakota State comes in. They're, they're challenging. They're winning. They're challenging for the Mountain West. They, quite frankly, might challenge for I the fucking I want to see a Boise-North Dakota State rivalry. Boise-North, yeah, that'd be fucking amazing. Where, where, do you, where do they finish in the Big 12 in year one? Big, the Big 12? In the Big 12. Not, not the Mountain West. Should they if, they, if they got a Big 12 invite, where would they finish? North Dakota State. North Dakota State. Well, most recently, they did win at Kansas State. Okay. Um, middle of the road. Middle of the road. I think they could beat, I think they could beat a lot of those teams. Depending on where the home and away are, yeah. Because I play, if you, I think if you play in Morgantown, you lose. Yeah. But the, you play in a in a typical in year Bismarck, you lose if you're West Virginia. Yeah. So, I'd say this year, fucking North Dakota State goes into Morgantown and wins. Probably, probably. I mean, the only thing is a freshman quarterback on the road in a really hostile environment. Yeah. But I would say. I mean, they could beat TCU. They could, I think they're the same level as those teams. Yeah. You know what I mean? Maybe even a little better. Yeah. Um, I think they should do it. I think they should go independent. I think they should say, fuck, uh, pull fuck, my, pull fuck, Miami. Yeah. Waiting on any kind of invite. Just, Hey, we've proven it at this level. We've actually proven it in the games that we played. 
you know what happens? They won at Iowa. They win this year, and then they go in next year, and they beat the defending Rose Bowl champs in Autzen against Oregon. Oh, man. Then they have no fucking excuse not to be in the FBS. Yeah. I mean, that's about as toxic as an environment as you can get in college football. Yeah. So, all right. And uh, actually, let me just read you some more gibberish before we get out of here. I want to tell you guys that the college experience on the sports gaming podcast network is brought to you by prop swap. Prop swap is America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets all season long. Prop swap customers have been finding some of the best odds in the world because you're buying the bet from another person and not betting against the house. You can always find great deals on a Sunday, a better who wagered $500 on the San Francisco 49ers to win the NFC championship at 14 to one odds. Sold that ticket on PropSwap for $3,300. If the ticket wins, the buyer will profit $4,200, giving him odds of plus 125. Better than any sports book in the country. Sign up for PropSwap.com today, and they will give you a 100% match on your first deposit. Just enter the promo code SGP, that's SGP, at the time of deposit, and PropSwap will match it up to $100. Go to PropSwap.com today. Void where prohibited. All right. And then Patty C. We talk about the final game. By the way, how do you, how do you feel about the Patriots losing? There was a small part of me that wanted to see them advance for some reason. I think it's just out of, but no, when can, I, can I, when I thought about it, I was, I was ecstatic. I, I think there's something nostalgic about the end of the uh, Tom Brady era. Uh, assuming that's the case. I think he's back next year. I don't buy that. I wish though. It would yeah. be a great he's way to come back on like a one year or two year deal for a lot of money. Yeah. There's uh, just nothing out there that is a better offer right now. You would think, well, no, no team. <laughs> and the chargers aren't a contender. You know, there's no team that he can walk into that doesn't have a quarterback that can contend right do away. Do you find it interesting though? Yeah. That the Patriots were on fire all until the time they got caught f- filming. Yeah. Very 07 like. Right. The uh, Patriots were blowing out everybody by like 70 po- like like 40 points. Yeah. In 07 then they got caught cheating. Yeah. And all of a sudden they were barely winning against these teams. Yeah. And then they lose in the Super Bowl to the Giants. Yeah. Right? Yeah, the offense. But you can actually the, the the week that they get caught cheating the next week you could tell it they're barely getting yeah. wins now. Yeah, 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 right? yeah. Yeah, they were what? 12 and three. Yeah. And then boom, two losses in a row and, and to the dolphins. And then, and then even the, the wins, uh, they were barely, you know what I mean? They were yeah. never looking like dominant. Yeah. Interesting. Is there, how is there something to that? I think you have to think so. Yeah. Especially since there's a track record, especially because they've been caught cheating so many times. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Just one of the, it, the league. Look, the, just without the playoff, without, without them in the playoffs, with Goodell, by the way, what's that conflict of interest with Goodell and Kraft being best friends. Yeah. Since best the 80s. Yeah. Yeah. With, with them out of the playoffs though, I actually become interested in the playoffs. I'll say that like, uh, yeah, I don't know what's going to happen. And who are you rooting for? <laughs> Super Bowl wise. I want to see chiefs Packers. Like it was in Super Bowl. Friggin Super one. One. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Cause it's a hundredth year of NFL, right? Yeah. Yeah. Chiefs Packers first Super Bowl. Oh, it's that's that's some nostalgia for that ass. Uh I like it. I like it. I I like I would love to see the Chiefs in it. I kind of want to see Lamar Jackson get in there. Um what would what, what would be the outcome you would hate to see? Who do we got? We got Seahawks, not uh Packers, uh Niners. Raven Seahawks, would you like that? That would suck. That'd be boring. Um 
Yeah, they're good. They're all the teams that you know. I would hate to see the Texans get there because they're yeah, fucking counterfeit. Because it should be the Oilers, right? That too. Um, the Niners, I'm over. You know, they've had their run. They're getting back. There couldn't be a rematch, right? Niners haven't played any of the ones over there, right? They've played so many fucking Super Bowls. You figured that they've yeah. played the Ravens. They have played the Ravens. Right. They lost. So I would. But you want Niners, Seahawks, NFC Championship. The can build on the rivalry. Also, the Seahawks, Packers have had some historic playoff games. Yeah, I guess maybe I do want to see Niners, Ravens. Hey, when Hasselback said we want the ball, we're going to win the game. Was that against the Seahawks? I think that was. I think that was too. Yeah. And then you have the Hail Mary game. Yeah, Seahawks. Yeah. Packers. And then the the onside kick game where where the t- tight end dropped it. Yeah, the Packers. That's got a little history. They're playing this week. Yeah, uh, in Green Bay. Boom. NFL football becomes fun at playoff time because it has a superior playoff to college football. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, AFC. You is there a team? The Texans. You said, huh? I don't want to see the Texans. Give me, give me Lamar. Let's see, let's see if uh, this newfangled offense can can take hold of the NFL. Nice. What do you think about uh, your boy uh, Polian not voting for Lamar Jackson to be MVP, despite Polian saying that? On draft day, he said that this guy should be a wide receiver in the NFL. Hmm. Is there a little? Is there a little race behind that? Little... Maybe a little race. Maybe a little uh, crow that he's having to eat that he doesn't like. Yeah, I think so. A little raven that he's having to eat. Fuck and remi- right, this is a reminder. Fuck Bill Polian mm-hmm. for changing the pass interference. He he was one of the guys that lobbied. Yeah. For changing the pass interference rule. To what? Uh, to what it currently? Ten is. yards. No, the actual pass interference. Remember back when they. But Peyton Manning complained that no, the Patriots are t- holding our receivers. Yeah, they complained to the NFL so much. The NFL's like, "Hey, Let's Peyton make Manning this, can uh, score fifty points a game, and uh, uh, fantasy football will continue to take off, and people around the world will love it even right. more." Here's here's what I love about the NFL, is that at some point, you can't play the game and produce better stats like. There's going to be like, oh, it does uh, suck though. Cause the record books are like, like they're like the record books mean nothing at this point, but, and give baseball credit for that, for keeping the purity of the game intact from a statistical standpoint, even though it's caused the game to suck. Um, that said the game of football is sucking because they've focused on continuing to pump up the stats. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like drew, they're like drew Brees and Peyton or drew Brees and Tom Brady are the best quarterbacks of all time. Now I'm like, no, no, they're not. They you know what I mean? Like played in an era where yeah, fucking where Ryan Tannehill throws 35 yeah. touchdowns yeah. when back in the day, fucking no one could do that. Uh, I'm not trying to take anything away from breeze and Brady. I think they're both good quarterbacks, but I think it's very unfair. I do think Marino and Elway would destroy even Jim Kelly would. De- he threw like 30 touchdowns back in the nineties when, yeah. when like defensive holding was, was, wasn't, didn't exist. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, exactly. So I, I would like to see the NFL at finally have to like Warren moon would figure it, it out yeah. and go back to playing football. But maybe this is where the XFL can step in and say, Hey, we're actual football. And the NFL is like, we're going to, to is the first, can we, can we pull up the schedule? I think is it, it in LA week no, one? week two, I think is in LA. Son of a bitch. Where's where, where are they playing week one? Where's LA playing LA wildcat schedule? Uh, let's see. I believe, um, they, Probably far away. I don't even. What's the closest team? Thing. Houston. They start out in Houston. That's the closest team to LA. They should have done more than eight teams. Yeah, they should have. Uh, week two, they're hosting Dallas, the Renegades. Okay, we'll be at that game, dude. There's gonna be like in LA. There's gonna be like seven people at that game. <laughs> 
We'll be two of them. It's going to look like one of my comedy shows. All Hello. Right? All right. Look, I want to tell you guys that the, uh, the college experience also is brought to you by manscaped. Uh, breaking news, you know, breaking news. This is a public service announcement. The manscaped engineering team spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created and just released the new and improved lawnmower 3.0, not 2.0, which we were recently, recently just all What over. does this shit do? The third generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to prevent manscaping accidents. Thank God. <laughs> Millions of balls are about to, to, to be Nick free. Thanks to manscapes advanced skin safe technology. Oh my. Does it give you a handy at the same time? I've been talking about manscaped for a while now. And uh, look, I've always loved this product. I think it's, it's good for, for the human race. And, and women certainly appreciate it. Yeah. And if you use the lawnmower 2.0, it's an easy transition because it's the same replacement blade with a new and improved skin safe technology. When I tell you this is a premium, I mean, premium Patty C the battery will last up to 90 minutes. So you can take a longer shave. One of the coolest new features is so if you're shaving your balls for, for an hour minutes, and a half. You better be getting your asshole licked. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about here. Look, one of the coolest new features is the LED light, which illuminates grooming areas for a closer and more precise trimming. That's specifically for your asshole. When your girlfriend's trimming your sphincter hairs, <laughs> she's got to get right way deep in there. She needs that LED light. And let me tell you, they've also upgraded to 7,000 RPM motors with the quiet stroke technology. This thing is better than a fucking John Deere. Yeah. I, I, it runs smoothly. You. Hey, you, <laughs> you got to get that last minute trim in. You bring the, you, you go to the bar. You don't think you're going to get anything. You bring her home. Right. Patty, see, I drive. Your what, balls are still hairy. <laughs> you got to have the quiet trim in the bathroom real quick. Manscaped's got yeah, you covered. I mean, look, I drive my cars from like 2004. Yeah. Right. I'm telling you my, my, uh, Nissan, it's just, I don't think it has 7,000 RPM motors. Right. <laughs> This thing has 7,000 RPM. It's motors. got a literal rocket ship yeah. engine in it just for your balls. And let's not forget about the charging stand. Shave or show your mower off loud and proud because this intelligently designed stand is a rapid charging dock powered by USB. If you're listening to me speak right now, you are one of the first people to hear about this life changing product. And I want you to experience it firsthand. Trim the junk of yours. Powered by USB. Can you plug your ball shaver into your computer and, and get just, a, a readout yeah. of like how many hairs you trimmed? Yeah, I'm sure. I'm <laughs> sure. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the promo code SGP at manscaped.com. And as always, your balls will thank you, Patty C. Manscaped lawnmower 2. Point, lawnmower uh, 3.0. We're on the 3.0 now, but I want to look at a picture of this. Three. You're excited about it. I can tell. I am. I want to see. By the way, rest in peace to Sam White. Oh man, great individual. You know, here's here's inventor of the no huddle offense. Is that right? Yeah. Inventor of the no huddle offense. Yes. Incredible. If I'm not mistaken, the West Coast offense, so to speak, was supposed to be called the Ohio River offense, right? 
Um, yep. And because all those fucking, there you go, Cradle of Coaches. Open that bad boy. We're drinking the house beer. Cradle of Coaches, Ohio. Give give credit where it's due. They'll, they play fucking great football in whoa, Ohio. Whoa, 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 whoa. If you're talking about football in Ohio, this isn't Cleveland. <laughs> this isn't Cleveland. Yeah. There you go. You don't throw things. It's Cincinnati. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> God bless Sam Rest White's in power. I Sam love White's. that guy. That's when football was better. You yeah. had coaches taking shots at other coaches, other fan bases, other coaches. You know what I mean? Yeah. There was a literal shot with Buddy Ryan's trying to punch his own offensive coordinator. <laughs> or you got you got uh, Sam White's running it up on Jerry Glanville. Mm-hmm. It's just a better time. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. better time. There was a g- true animosity, true hatred. So, but what I was going to say is. That Ohio River offense, I believe it was supposed to be called. Uh, I don't think it, the name caught on. I think that was just what they called it amongst themselves, the coaches. Yeah. And uh, which is obviously the vertical or the horizontal passing game, the quick routes, you know, kind of soft ass football, in other words. And uh, Bill Parcells, because uh, fucking um, who took it out to the West Coast? Uh, Bill Walsh. Walsh took yeah. it out to the West Coast and uh, was running at San Francisco. And Bill Walsh being a fucking neat. Northeastern New Yorker, you know, no, Bill the, Parcells or Bill Parcells, yeah. uh, you know, I guess beat them in the playoffs or something. Yeah. He's like, yeah, what do you think about that West coast offense? Now that's how the offense stuck, but it's also, it's originally from Ohio. Remember what Cincinnati Leonard Marshall Bengals. did to Jim or Jim Montana, Joe Montana, Leonard Marshall. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Crushed his spine. Yeah. That was fucking awesome. It wasn't Sam Weish. A, was there uh, a roughing the passer called then? No, there was not. And how glorious was football? It was fucking great. It was fucking amazing. Better days. You listening XFL? Are you listening XFL? Come on. Was Sam Weish a uh, Bill Walsh uh, yeah. disciple? Protege, yeah. Yeah, he was. He, rest in peace, Sam Weish. You were great. And you know what? You if were you, great for the sport. You were. If you guys see on my profile, James Brooks of the 1988 Cincinnati Bengals, that coach, that team was coached by Sam Weish. It's still one of my favorite teams of all times. They lost a heartbreaker in the Super Bowl. In the defining moment of Joe Montana's career, uh, and and by the way, should have won the Super Bowl. Watch that game in the off season, right? I watched it this past off season, and Lewis Billups, cornerback, drops an interception the play before the pass to, uh, to John Taylor. John Taylor. I mean, I'm talking like you in his can, chest. Can you can you YouTube that right now? Yeah, I don't think you realize how bad it is. I saw it. I've seen it. Yeah, they should have won that game. Yeah, they should have won that. You don't get charity like that. Yeah. Like that was a perfect, that's like uh, the Notre Dame versus Boston college, 1993 game where the pass goes straight into the motherfucker's chest. Then two plays later, they're losing on a field goal. It's a, it's, I mean, you got to seize the moment, man, that's but right. this team was great. James Brooks, Icky woods, you got that's Eddie right. Brown, they're, Eddie Brown, legend in the arena football league later doing, in his late years. There you go. They got played for the Miami Hooters. Rodney Holman <laughs> playing yeah. for the Miami Hooters. Rodney Holman was a baller. Tim McGee, Boomer, Esiason, Tim Crumry. Everything about this team was cool. The to greatest David uniforms, Fulcher. the greatest holsters. What about uh, your, yeah. your, your boy? David Fulcher, yeah. Look. Solomon Wilcots. Sam Weiss, for those of you that don't know it, added a wrinkle to the NFL that has flown under the radar forever. But they're, I, I want to say those 1988 Bengals, one of the coolest fucking teams that ever played. I so. agree. I agree. All right. Let's end this thing. But before we end it, Clemson, LSU. The line is at six and a half. I know we're going to talk about this more on Wednesday because we have a lot of episodes before this fucking game gets played. This game gets played like six years from now. Yeah. Um, you're still leaning on Clemson money line, huh? <sighs> Plus one eighty money line currently. Mm. 
Okay. Decent payout. I'm saying, are you still leaning that way? Taking Clemson on the money line? Uh, plus one eighty. Yeah. I mean, do I think it's a smart play financially? I think. Uh, I mean, look. I don't think that's a smart play. I think LSU. If I was going to evaluate the teams from an unbiased standpoint, is the better team. I think they're better in almost every facet of the game. Um, I think like, like pretty much like me in Tecmo bowl to you. Hello. This guy relies on a last second double coverage pass. Kenneth well. Davis. Look, you, yeah. ne- you can never count me out, buddy. Bullshit. You know why? Cause I dicked around. I had the ball with two minutes left in his territory and I'm running flea flickers and shit. And I play picked it. And he played I'm in your my- head. He knows that I'm, I'm an asshole is what it is. He knows I'm a <laughs> fucking dick and he takes advantage of that. So uh, credit to Colby for that. But um, look, it's just, there's something I talk about this sometimes, right? There's a story to college football. And I think it plays out in a, uh, in a biased way. Like the story of college football fucked Ohio state this year, because there isn't as much glory in LSU dethroning Ohio state as it is LSU dethroning the defending national champion. Who's on a 30 game win streak Clemson. And so because of that, Clemson was given some calls, you know, I think uh, whether it's subconsciously, whatever I've seen enough of it where the story of college football and what's going to make a better storyline ends up having an effect on the games. And so uh, the story of college football this year is LSU obviously, but there's another story that Clemson just continues this winning streak. And in my head, the story ends with Notre Dame and Ian book next year, coming back for a senior season and ending their streak in South Bend and propelling themselves into a national championship next year and ending Clemson's wait, wait, presumably Kelly's going to win a national. <laughs> <laughs> You're funny. Look, you look at, uh, you look at Notre Dame schedule next year. They probably have one loss. I saw they had like seven games played uh, neutral sites. That's right. They, they go to green Bay uh, uh, to pl- p- play at Lambeau against Wisconsin. FYI, they could get away with a loss there and still come back and beat Clemson and punch their ticket to the playoffs. FYI. That's ex- what I think is going to happen. If you're a listener, a lot of complaining about that schedule in the coming months. Of course, of course we know Colby doesn't like Notre play Dame. some real away games. You pussies. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, but that's what I think. I think Clemson kind of still has a little mojo, I think. And aside from the story that's going on in my head, I think that Dabo Swinney has a very good ability to hype teams and play the undercard role, even though they're fucking on a 30 game win streak. He has still managed to like really squeeze all the juice out of that under like the disrespect card. And I think he could do it again. The points. I think LSU wins the game. Yeah. I think that's probably the play. Boom. You heard it here first guys. This is the college experience. We're on the sports gambling podcast network. One thing we haven't got Patty C, believe it or not, it's 2019. Mm-hmm. I mean, sorry, it's 2020. We haven't gotten like any comments. Well, we got to, uh, we got to get out and, and pound Just the a pavement. little bit of love. Let's pound the pavement. Let's get these comments. Well, we got to interact iTunes. with our comments is what we're referring clientele. to. We're going to come to you. We're going to hit you up and we're going to demand comments. Yes. But you got to comment on our shit first and then we'll start conversations with you. And we're going to generate, we're going to turn the college experience in 2020 in the 2020s, this decade, we're going to go because we got perfect vision in 2020. That's right. Hello. We're going to become the, this is 2020. We're going to become the premier 
college football sports and maybe sports podcast in general. Boom. In all of, in all of the world. Boom. That's what I'm talking about. Throw your dick in the air. Throw it in the air. Please leave us a uh, iTunes comment. You can find us on this. Uh, if you go to the iTunes uh, search engine, type in sports gambling podcast network, tell a friend, please. Uh, you can also find the sports gambling podcast network. Or, I'm sorry. The sports gambling podcast. Yeah. Sports gambling podcast network on Twitter at the SGP network. You can find Patty C on Twitter at Patty C eight, three, one. You can find NC Nick at NC underscore Nick. You can find myself on Twitter at the Colby D. This is the college experience. Patty C. Any last words? Go Dukes. You better start thinking about yours. And we out. Finally spring, and I'm saying goodbye snow, hello adventure. And during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, you can get epic deals on your favorite Honda model. Ready to get rugged? Then take the off-road in an all-wheel drive Honda SUV, like the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, or redesigned Ridgeline. Want to take a spring road trip? Then check out a fuel-efficient turbocharged Civic or Accord. Say goodbye to winter and hello to a new Honda. Don't miss huge savings during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event. Now at your local Honda dealer.